Hey guys, I'm back. This is my uh, review or a few talking points because it's not much of a review for Reunion Part 2, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Now they they start off where we asked, we, Andy asked the question to Erica, has she been faithful to Tom throughout their 20 year marriage? And Erica stopped and looked <laughs> she think about the answer. She does it a lot. She thinks before she speaks. You can see her thinking. <laughs> and she was like, well, up until, you know, I filed for divorce. Now, if we're willing to believe that, which many don't, <laughs> including myself, um, I, I still stand by. I think they had an arrangement. And uh, I think that Erica knew for a long time that, you know, she did what she did and Tom did what he did. Erica you know, mentions and, you know, the three mistresses that she was aware of. And she's been in contact with two of them. She, in fact, uh, uh, I think she sent a text back to one. She, she said Tom had a flip phone, not surprised. And the woman, somebody sent a picture of their breasts. So she responded, nice tits, you're dumb, you're you fool or whatever. Okay, great. That sounds like something that Erica would do. Um, Yeah. So Andy's like, okay, why didn't you just leave? Like, you could have gotten, I mean, you know, you, you, you're you saying that you were concerned about what you were going to do, where were you going to go, but you got, like, you can get half the assets, you know, and all, you know, since you didn't know that he was in financial and criminal trouble. You didn't know about that, right? And Erica was like, still, she's like, she, 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 she lets us know that she gave her paycheck to Tom. And I had to scratch my head. And the ladies will look, I don't think they knew. I don't think they knew. They were all looking around like, girl, what? So you mean to tell me? Because I think Erica got close to slightly over half a million. She, I think she was about 600,000, maybe 650, somewhere around there. And so whatever it was, she gave her paycheck to Tom. Now, I'm trying my best to understand this and really think, why would she do that? But then I said, okay, it's possible that Tom, that, you know, he had that level of control in that marriage. I do believe he was a controlling person. I do believe that. That's a fact. I also believe that um, this sets up the argument that Erica had no control over how the money was distributed and where money went. Okay. So if she didn't have control over what was going, you know, what she had access to, then it absolves her, you know, if that's the argument of any wrongdoing. So if allegedly Tom is, I have to say allegedly, because he hasn't been convicted of anything yet, but if allegedly Tom is, you know, was misappropriating funds, you know, Erica can, Erica's argument is and defense would be, hey, I had nothing to do with that because I only got what he gave me. You remember Erica said during the season that all she had was a couple of credit cards. And she said again at the reunion, she only had credit cards. So as long as the credit cards went through, she spun, you know, she was spending money. It didn't matter to her. She so I guess her check went direct deposit into his account. And he took care of everything from the to pay bit or whatever. He paid what he paid. So that was the argument with that. And then Erica goes on and talks about, you know, the health situation, you know, as far as dementia was concerned. And 
and, and then we get back to the whole mistress situation and you know tom was like well i'm not tom uh andy said well you told garcelle that you didn't suspect that Tom was seeing anybody else. When Garcelle, you know, when things was going negative and Garcelle brought up, do you think that part of the problem in your marriage is that there was a third party involved? And Erica flat out said no. And her thing is, she had to protect him, okay? And he's a powerful person. Okay, and you know, Erica didn't have any recourse because Tom was so insulated. There were uh, um, thousands and, and, and thousands, uh, you know, there, there are all these different, you know, uh, uh, um, people, attorneys that protected Tom. So Erica's like, I only got access to like a couple of people, but really Tom was very well insulated. All right. Okay. Like I said, take with a grain of salt, bleed if you want to. Um, so yeah, so let's move on to Dorit. Dorit and her whole thing about talking too much, that came up. Dorit got to talking and Andy at one point looked like he just didn't care. He wasn't interested. And Dorit said, am I boring you? And I don't know. Andy was like, no, you're not boring me. Dorit does talk a lot. And the ladies have told her that explicitly, told her, you talk too damn much. We got to, someone asked about the gowns. Her wedding gown collection is really um, nice. It's beautiful. But who can pay or afford, someone said, $30,000 for wedding gown? And my thing was the same thing with Dorit. I agree with her. This is a luxury line collection. So $30,000 isn't a lot of money to quite a few people on that doggone stage, okay, that night. Kyle was carrying a $30,000 bag around during the season. So... To spend 30K on a dress for that, for that type of audience, for the people that she hangs around, not a, not, not, not a big deal. So I was like, yeah, it's a lot of money to a lot of people, but that she's catering to the Kyles, okay, the Suttons, you know, folks that, you know, spend that kind of money on a regular basis on smaller things than a damn a wedding gown. They spend it on purses and, and, and coats. And, I mean, so it's not a big deal, but she, she has an upscale luxury line collection. It ain't that big of a deal. So then we get, we get to talking about dementia again. We go back to Erica and, and, and Tom with this, you know, issue of dementia. And she said, you know, Erica was like a lot of times, you know, Tom was speaking, um, in, he was like in a constant loop and uh, his whole situation was, you know, she knew that things was going wrong and he talked about a lot of adventures and he can speak explicitly and with detail about things that happened years ago, but in the present tense, he wouldn't have any much, you know, doesn't know what's really going on. And um, so in that and I, I, I can believe that the part about Tom experiencing, you know, uh, uh, early stages of Alzheimer's or dementia, you know, having memory loss issues, all of that. I can believe that. I think that's not a far fetched argument. Um, you know how that was dealt with. Apparently not. 
I don't know, you know, but, you know, so they talk about that and Crystal mentions a little bit, you know, because her father, you know, passed away and he had dementia as well. Then we get into Lisa Renna and her daughter breaking up with Scott Disick. So now we know that Lisa didn't like the fact that her daughter was dating Scott Disick. I think it was more about who her daughter was dating versus the fact that he was an older man. I don't think Lisa was as bothered about the age as much as who it was. That's that's the issue that she had. And um, they flashed to Erica saying, well, she doesn't have a problem with dating older men because she's always done that. And then we talked to Crystal and there's a 20 year age difference between her and her husband. And Crystal was like, I don't have an issue with that. My parents had a 20-year age difference, so that kind of thing doesn't bother me. I mean, that's literally not something that, I mean, dating older guys, you know, women dating, younger women, older men has been the thing for centuries, okay? It's usually looked strangely upon when it's the reverse. So like I said, Lisa Renna and her daughter dating Scott Disick was a problem because it was Scott Disick, not because it was an age difference. Then we talk about the the sauce that, you know, you know, the, the kind of guy that, you know, Harry Hamlin is and what he think about Lisa. And, you know, that's, that's really great. She brought some bolognese sauce for Andy. And I think it was Kyle that said, oh, you better hurry up and send a, a, a thank you text message right away. And Garcelle jumped in. She was like, oh yeah, I was going to say like, you better do it right now. Cause you know, Lisa Renna made a big deal when it came to the, um, you know, she not, you know, not her, her or Harry, Harry Hamlin not receiving a timely thank you in a text message from Garcelle, even though Garcelle thanked them in person when they brought it. But OK, you know, that's Lisa Renner for you. Oh, so then what else we get into? Um, we didn't really get into sudden this episode. I think that's coming up in the next episode. Um, we talked with Kathy and Kyle about their relationship how it's been rocky for many years and the American woman, you know, story that, you know, that whole show that Kyle produced put a wedge in the relationship. And um, there was a lot of things that Kathy was unhappy about in the movie. She didn't want it exposed and whatnot, but they seem to be rebuilding and reworking on their relationship. So that's really good. You know, I guess it's good to see. I think Kim and Kyle are back talking again. I guess, you know, I know there's a lot of people that wish that uh, Kim come back to the show. I don't. I didn't like Kim. I prefer Kyle over Kim. I know a lot of people say Kim is more upfront and all of that. I prefer Kyle. I, I Even though I know she's sneaky, I just didn't care for Kim. I really didn't. Um, you know, so I, I don't know. That's that. Kathy and her contribution this season has been the uh, comic relief. You know, Kathy acts as though she doesn't know what's going on or doesn't care or is indifferent. And that comes across as comedic and all of that. Okay, that's cool. Um, what else do we talk about? Let me get back to Erica. We really, like I said, it, I didn't, it wasn't a lot that happened this episode that was surprising. And that was, you know, whatever. We're going to, I guess, in the part three, we're going to probably add in a little bit of the uh, uh, sudden aspect of it and talking with the attorneys and see how that worked. But as far as, you know, Erica is just talking about how, you know, there she can't speak on specific specific dates and times of things. 
you know, and how some days she's good, some days she's not, and all of that. I'm like, okay, girl, whatever. Um, and they did talk about some of the songs that Erica talks about. It's expensive to be me, and I'm a pretty mess, and all of that. And Erica's just, you know, just chalked that up to being like, look, these are just, you know, catchy little tunes. Their songs, there's nothing to it. There's, don't read too much into it. All right. <laughs> and that's it. That's really all I got from it. That was all that was really sticking out, you know, for me. We'll see what happens next week. Peace.